Welcome to Intentionally Mouthy, a lifestyle podcast on sass, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, hosted by Annie Paul Murphy. Annie is a naturalized U.S. citizen, originally from Colombia, on a mission to show the world the Hispanic conservative millennial point of view. Join the sassy and sometimes politically incorrect Latina as she explores unconventional ideas and introduces you to new and neat happenings all over. Let's get started. and welcome to this episode of Intentionally Mouthy. I'm Annie, your host, and I am so excited to be back. I don't know how long it'll last. Um, well, that probably sounded more somber than I meant it to sound. I've, I, as you know, I've been on a, on a hiatus. I guess as you know, because, well, you haven't gotten episodes from me in months. Um, everything is fine. In fact, everything is absolutely perfect and exciting and joyous and just happy, good, awesome. Um, I don't know. I just haven't, I guess, been inspired enough um, to come back. Not inspired enough as in, you know, like news. Like there haven't been any, I guess, news events, um, news things, you know, political, political or otherwise that have made me rush into my, you know, rush to my microphone and say anything except for the reason why I'm coming here today. Uh, but yeah, I will most likely update you. I haven't even told people on social media the reason why I've been, I guess, so um, distant from my blog and the podcast and my other podcast in which I teach Spanish. Um, not so, <laughs> I guess that doesn't make me the best teacher. But, you know, the beauty about podcasts is you don't need to be there so often, right? Like people can just tune in at their own time and Honestly, that's why I love podcasting and blogging because it's all on my own time. And, you know, I don't have a boss telling me when to record. I don't have uh, sponsors telling me how often they need me to chill out their stuff. I just I just record. I just do my own thing at my own time. And when I have great things happening in my life, I I just don't see a need to, you know, stop living life. <laughs> um, but. Hopefully more things start happening so that I can stop, start, start, sorry about that, uh, start talking about them more. Um, but I will definitely update you on the reason why I, I guess I've been gone, uh, most likely later. I don't know. I, like I said, maybe I didn't, if I don't remember, but I haven't even told my social media, um, friends and family know. So I don't know if that gives you some kind of a clue. Um, but I... Yeah, last time you heard from me, I was um, already much, much better from my back issues, as you may remember, what, I don't know, like, I said, I guess last summer, 2019, um, I uh, was just barely starting to get better from, actually, no, in July, I was already much better, I guess in May, I was just starting to get better from treatment, um, or actually after starting the appropriate treatment to heal, to cure, treat <laughs> um, some herniated discs three herniated discs to be exact and a couple fractures in my spine that I have no idea to this day how in the world they happened um, I do know how the herniated discs happen most likely they occurred because of 
Botox injections that I was taking to treat something else and I was having them um, both on my neck and back and those were weakening my back. Um, and what happens to a weak back over time is it's very, I guess, elastic, malleable. It's not as strong, not as strong to hold itself up. So when it's not as strong to hold itself up, it, uh, things happen. You know, the muscles, when they're not as strong, they can't hold up the spine. They can't hold it erect, you know, straight up. And so the spine starts doing little shifty things. And I was starting to walk, um, I guess, poorly, to be honest, very poorly, crooked. Um, my torso was going one way when I wanted to go another way. It was just a pain. And then um, some talented doctor just read the just in other words, he concluded um, that I had a number of herniated discs and a couple of fractures and whatnot. And he began me began treatment for those. And within a month, month or two, I was I was in my on my feet, just straight up walking. Amazing. Just, oh, my gosh, you guys, I miss life back then. And, um, you know, it just keeps getting better. I am so thankful um, for what my for what God has granted our family and me and I uh, know just everyone around me. It's been the best. And I just heard him make a little noise. So if you hear someone playing with his toys, um, you know, kind of chewing some things up or whining slash talking to his toys. That's our dog, Archer. Um, he's just sitting next to me. Um, I don't know. At some point, he might throw a toy at me while I'm recording. So <laughs> I don't know if I'll edit that out. And that actually brings me to my next, as you know, from the title. This one's going to be a very random seeming episode. Um, if you are into that sort of thing, awesome. If you're not, by all means, feel free to press, I don't know, like to X, you know, to speed this thing up by by some point, because I do feel like there's a lot to say that hasn't been said, especially by someone like me. Um, you'll see what I mean in a second. And I just, you know, when I get started on that, I want to just tell you what my thoughts were on it. You'll be surprised, I think, or maybe not. So yeah, I the reason why I didn't script this episode was just because it's I just found so much so many goodies, I guess, to 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 bring up to bring up and to talk about that I just didn't see myself sitting down and scripting everything, you know, and basically drafting a blog post and then um you know, telling you guys what I wrote. I just saw myself coming here immediately and saying this needs to be said, especially now that with something that has been so, so current. So let's get started. I knew months ago that Shakira and JLo were going to be the main stars at the halftime show. And I was elated. I was so happy. I mean, as a Colombian, I just thought, holy cow, a Colombian performing on such a major stage. And then a Latina um, like JLo, who was born here, granted, but she does have Puerto Rican roots. But both of them performing on such a world stage or I guess national stage but the reason why I hate football not international stage right like let's face it it was this case because you you know there were a lot of Latinos a lot of Colombians both in Miami both at the arena and both <laughs> around the world watching Shakira and Balvin who is another rapper who was actually with Shakira at the show 
and the dancers. Oh my gosh, you guys, I have so much to, t- to, to say, but anyway, I hate f- American football. Um, it's not an international sport. I don't know why the hell people care so much about it. But in this case, I'm going to go ahead and make the case for the show having been an international show in this case. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much, um, that was a sort of a random side note. Um, now our dog is actually on the couch playing with his toy. So again, if you hear some background noises, that could be it. So there's two things that I want to bring up to you um, that relate to the show or actually people's opinions on the show. Um, this first one is from an outlet called Intellectual Takeout. Its tagline is a refuge for rational discourse. Now, I'm a huge fan of this outlet, first of all, is um, written it's fr- it's written from a conservative viewpoint and so I tend to agree with 99% of what it of what its writers um, but this one I just saw it on come up on my feet and I thought no 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 um, okay let me give you a little bit more, more background so as you remember the show this past Sunday 54th um, Super Bowl the halftime stars were Shakira and JLo and J Balvin and oh my word, I forgot the name of the other guy, Smoke Bunny, something bunny, Masked Bunny. Anyway, he's, I believe, from Puerto Rico as well, native Puerto Rican. Correct me if I'm wrong, please. I'm sorry for that pause. Um, and the dancers, you guys, dancers that they had were from none other than Colombia. So you had Shakira, J Balvin, and, the, and the, their dancers, and also J-Lo's dancers, were from Colombia, specifically this part of Colombia called Cali, C-A-L-I, Cali. And the dancers from Cali are all just the best in the world. Do not debate that. They just are, okay? They know how to dance because they literally dance as if their lives depended on it. What do I mean by that? It's not, they don't just dance because they like it. They don't dance because they're passionate about it. Um, They don't dance because they're millionaires and they just do it for the hobby. They dance because they make their living dancing. But it's not that easy. Complex than that. Um, Colombia, many sectors of Colombia are, I guess, plagued by violence and, you know, drug cartels. And they take people, sometimes they kidnap people, um, not as much as before, but, you know, sometimes they kidnap people and they force them into a life of violence and of essentially, but in the woods, not so much in the city. Uh, there are also gangs, obviously, as in every country. And so what very thoughtful people have done in parts of the country like Cali is they've started academies, dance troops, you know, these dance clubs where you enroll, right? You don't have to be a kid. You can be an adult who's just escaping that lifestyle, whose family, you know, maybe entered into a life of crime and whatnot but you don't see yourself going down that path you want you want a better life for yourself and so you go you enroll and you dance you learn to dance um the thing about colombians though is we don't need to learn to dance we have dance in our blood holy cow i don't know why i'm starting to get teary but i'm gonna not <laughs> i'm gonna fight it um dance to us and music to us it's in our dna it's in our blood we hear a song and gosh, most of us are great singers. Most of us are great dancers. Many of you don't know dance, but African-Americans. So a lot of, of these dancers in Cali 
and you 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 saw him at the at the halftime show. Um, they are also um, Colombians, and so a lot of Caleños, a lot of people from Cali, are also black, very varied looks. Yeah, so these people that enroll in these in these academies, either when they're kids or as adults or as teenagers, they learn to dance as if their lives literally depended on it because they do. In most cases, they do. You're not really going to find, I guess, rich kids enrolled in these dance academies. Maybe. I guess maybe the more, the, the, the wealthier academies. But the ones that are like, you know, for the, for more for commoners, they are very well established. They're world renowned. In fact, this part of Colombia, Cali, is world renowned for its dancers. And so long story short, Shakira and JLo had dancers from these, you know, from two of these dance academy stands with them at the super bowl at the super bowl so you saw shakira jay bavin and the dancers all from colombia then you had of course j-lo whose family is from puerto rico and uh other guy who sang with her whose name completely just escaped my mind but it's something with bunny and i'm sorry if i forgot um okay dog noises in the background yeah, I, I warned you about those. So this piece from Intellectual Takeout, written by this Anders Koskinen, who I just went into his bio and, um, you know, it says that he has a BA from University of Minnesota. Um, he graduated, he double major in journalism and political science. Um, I don't know, he's, he's, he's written a lot. He's into baseball, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> So the guy knows, doesn't know a whole lot <laughs> in my mind. Apparently graduated college, I guess, three to four years ago. So he, he's a baby and he shouldn't be, <sighs> he should just know more about life than, anyway, I don't know if he just grew up super sheltered or what, but the guy just does not know what he's talking about. You'll see. Okay. So I may not read to you this whole article. I kind of want to though, because I, this is what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about two of these things. So I'm going to talk about first this article and then another thing I saw on Twitter that I was just like, this is unbelievable. Now, the impression I get from both of these sources is they're Christian. And as I said earlier, it was intellectual takeout is conservative. And so is the gal um, who's, I guess, comment I saw on Twitter. So both conservative and Christian. Okay. So what's his name again? Anders. Anders starts out by saying, oh, the title of the piece was Super Bowl Sunday's Introduction to Pornography. Okay. All right. That should set the tone. Um, Super Bowl Sunday, a time for good family fun. This is all him, by the way. A time to stuff yourself with chicken wings, brats, or sorry, brats, soda, and a few beers while watching a major sporting championship surrounded by family and friends. With tons of food and football, it's practically a second Thanksgiving. Uh, around 102 million viewers turned into the big game yesterday. This year's Super Bowl, much more entertaining than last year's news fest between the Patriots and Rams, found the Kansas City Chiefs and San Francisco 49ers entering the locker room tied at 10-10 to after the first half. As the players jogged off, the football field was transformed to a stage for a halftime show featuring pop singers Shakira and Jennifer Lopez. Any idea that this was another football field family holiday quickly dissipated. Now, this is when things start taking a turn for the worse. That's me. 
Now back to him. From Shakira came suggestive dancing, writhing, writhing. My bad. I need to check the pronunciation of that word and contortions. Never mind the use of rope. While belly dancing through her sexually charged act, did she really just introduce bondage into a plain old sporting event? Now, this is the first line that made me think, okay, this guy was just born yesterday because he doesn't know anything about Shakira. And I was amazed that this piece was even allowed on here because if he had submitted it to me, let's say if I had been the editor, I'd be like, you need to correct this because you're talking out of your ass. I'm sorry. And I might actually swear a little bit more in this episode, um, which I don't do often, if at all. And I might mark this episode as explicit because it's getting me fired up. Um, not the episode, but what people are saying about it. It gets me fired up. People love to talk about it out of their asses today, nowadays, and and they're fine with it. They just think they're right. And I realized that I might sometimes do that, but hell, I research my stuff. Anyway, okay, so let's go back to this one quote. From Shakira came suggestive dancing and contortions. Never mind the use of rope while belly dancing through a sexually charged act, which he ties to bondage. He says that the rope is about bondage. <sighs> okay, so here's the thing. Shakira is, I looked it up yesterday. She is actually 43 years old. And she has been singing and dancing suggestively, i.e. like a freaking normal Latina Colombian since she was before 20 years old I don't think she was even 20 when no I think she was a teenager actually when she first got her hit her first hit um so for decades right 30 plus years she's been she's been at it she has been dancing like that for decades she has been dressing like that for decades Maybe not since she was a teenager, but for sure, shortly after. Because she's always had an amazing kick-ass body, rocking body. She's always been beautiful. And if it sounds like I have a girl crush on Shakira, join the club. Because I think every, almost every Colombian woman does. Because she shows us pretty much, um, you know, how to look at that age, basically. And she shows us that it is possible. Um, okay, so going back to this guy, she he alleges that she was dancing suggestively and contorting and that she introduced like this rope in one of her acts. Newsflash to this idiot, right? Shakira in one of her music videos from a long time ago, she's dancing with a snake. In fact, <laughs> when I first watched the video of the halftime show, because I didn't watch it live. I hate American football. Um, I watched the show, the halftime show. I watched it pretty much the next day. And, um, I was watching, I actually thought she was dancing with a snake. I don't know if I was just watching from too far away or, or what, but, but I thought, huh, hi, they get a, a, a live snake on the, on the stage. That's crazy. And then the closer I look, I'm like, oh my gosh, no, that's a rope meant to look like a snake, which is a tribute to an old video of hers. I just couldn't believe it. I thought, wait a second, this guy just got away with lying, which to be honest, I give the left so much crap about getting away with lying because they lie out of their asses every day, like 24 seven. That is what they do, right? CNN, MSNBC, pretty much every outlet, every major news corporation lies 
That's how they make their living. They lie and they hide and they omit facts and they lie. This guy just got away with lying. He now saying that the rope that Shakira was dancing with was bondage. I mean, what? No, it's a snake. It's supposed to represent the snake that was playing on, I believe, the same song from her music video. So I know it was this, the song that she started dancing with, um, with that rope. I'm pretty sure that is the song from the music video where she had a snake. <laughs> so all time followers of Shakira, old time followers of Shakira know that that is just Shakira doing her thing, not bondage for crying out loud. Okay. Next, next, next part from old um, baby Anders. Still, the little clothing that Shakira wore was modest in comparison to the butt and crotch accentuating black leather bodysuit that J-Lo appeared in, which gave way to an even more revealing outfit. The amount of flesh... Okay, actually, I'm going to stop right there. Um, all right, that's J-Lo's thing. To all of you who have been watching J-Lo for decades, as have I, we all know that J-Lo goes from modest to, boom, barely clothed. If you grow up watching, if you grow up watching JLo, that's not a newsflash. You know that and you love it because JLo is another beautiful woman, another girl crush girl uh, person. She's beautiful and that woman looks like she hasn't aged a day in her life. What's so cool about JLo too, honestly, you know, she's actually 50, 50 years old. Sure, she may get, you know, perhaps artificial interventions here and there to aid in her appearance. But you just know that she is, how should I put it? You know that she's just dancing and working out so much during the day and eating really well, running around after her kids. She's taking care of herself already. So it's not like she needs a whole lot of, I guess, assistance, as some people like to allege. So this guy is just saying that, you know, Shakira was wearing little clothing. Newsflash. <laughs> she's been dressing that way for decades. Okay. And now she's, this guy is saying that uh, Jayla was wearing even less. Um, she was wearing this bodysuit, which gave way to an even more revealing outfit. Yeah, that's part of JLo's shtick. That's what jlo has been doing also for decades, probably for longer than Shakira. Because they, both of those women know what sells. Panic culture, femininity is revered. Okay, it's not like us where, it's not, sorry, it's not like American culture where it's okay to grow up not knowing if you're a boy or a girl. Or if you're a boy thinking that you're a girl and vice versa. And when you grow up a girl, learn to, pri to, um, to take pride in your body. You learn to take pride in your curves. And you, you just love you just love growing up a woman you just love displaying your femininity and um you dress some people might say that you dress suggestively if you got the body for it there's nothing wrong in dressing like it to be honest and flaunting it me and girls actually grow up like that and 99% of them do not grow up like sluts here however in the United States my impressions have been that Choose to get offended at what I'm about to say. That's on you, not on me. I'm going to say it anyway. Girls grow up, many girls grow up dressing so modestly, so covered up, that the first chance they get at dressing immodestly, with a little less, I should say a little, 
um, more revealing outfit. But they do it wrong. They, they, they take it over the top. And sometimes boy, gosh, and boys don't grow up seeing girls like that. So boys end up doing things to girls that girls didn't authorize, didn't consent to. And, um, you know, because the boy was just like, oh my gosh, I see more leg. I see more boob. I see more thigh. I see more waist. I see more, I see more flesh. I must do something. Whereas boys in Colombia, they're kind of normalized sensitized to that maybe desensitized is the wrong word but grow up seeing bodies you know many men for instance grow up worshiping Sofia Vergara because that woman has also for decades been gorgeous um but also they grow out of it you know they see Sofia Vergara in a committed relationship they the men themselves grow into committed relationships and they're like well, I'm gonna worship my my woman now um a lot of people here don't do that you know, if you think about it, Colombia doesn't have a porn problem. Colombia doesn't have a rape problem. Colombia doesn't have a, a campus rape problem for that matter. Here in the United States, those three are big problems, right? Suddenly, people are, quote, um, addicted to sex. Even though another a person who I admire so much, Dr. Laura Schlesinger, says that that's just bullshit because you're not addicted to sex. You're just... You just use that as an excuse to get away with wanting to do it as much with a lot of people, but it's not really an addiction. Um, it was just made up. It's a made up term. You know, so here in the United States, you got people who are quote unquote addicted to sex, who are quote unquote addicted to porn, who are, you know, who rape <laughs> in college. Like That's sickening. And, um, and I think a big part of it is because men don't grow up knowing what a woman's body looks like there I said it I'm not saying women should walk around naked by any means you know moms shouldn't walk around naked but hell if a mom wants to dress a little you know with a little less clothing around the house around her sons the the boys will grow up thinking well that's what a what a woman's body looks like that's why when he sees say girls at a car wash or in school you know cheerleaders dressing a little less modestly he doesn't go I must have that. Oh my God. He just goes, yeah, okay. That's a, that's a girl's body. Cool. It's cute. It's cuter than my mom's obviously. Cause I, you know, the boy should grow up not liking <laughs> the moms. It's just so funny how people just overthink these things. And another point that I wanted to make the pornography aspect, I mean, and I'll, I'll probably go a little bit more into this, um, after this, but this guy saying that the halftime show was like pornography also shows just how little he knows about pornography. Now, my husband and I, we don't watch pornography. That's that's a no-no. Like we we don't really care. I, you know, he's the most handsome man to me. He turns me on. Same with same with him, vice versa. Um, we don't need, I guess, external aids to help us by any means. It sounds like this guy did. <laughs> and it sounds like this guy watches that watches that halftime show and goes holy shit, this is like pornography. And I'm telling you, dude, it's not. If you think this is pornography, you don't know what pornography is. You should probably watch them. And also realize that what you watched at the halftime show was super tame compared to how Hispanics and Latinos dance when at professional competitions and at dance clubs. But I might actually also go into that um, a little bit later on. 
Um, I just remember actually that I also had another, a, a third source to bring up who I actually believe she's a Jew. I don't think she's a Christian. I don't know. But um, I brought her up earlier, Dr. Laura Schlesinger. Um, and before I forget, see, this is why I, I script most of my, if not all of my episodes, because that way I don't forget because um, I have it all right in front of me. But this one's more off the cuff. I'm literally just reading what a guy said and in, in his article and talking about it. A parenthesis in this guy's article and talk to you about what Dr. Laura Schlesinger said recently on an episode. And she also had the nerve. I mean, I admire that lady, but she's also 73. And as a conservative in her 70s, I think she just takes a, takes things a little to an extreme. Her opening monologues, because she, that's how she opens her shows, um, are just opening monologues. Very awesome opening monologues, by the way. Like, if, if you ever get the chance to listen to one of her shows, she's on SiriusXM, so I guess not everybody would, but I do write about her a lot of my blog, AnnieSaidSo.com, so you can just look up for that tag, and sometimes I have, at times I have um transcribed some of her opening monologues, so I hope, you know, if you find them, you agree with me that they're just the bee sneeze. They're awesome. But anyway, in a recent opening monologue, which I hated, <laughs> I was just so entertained by it because I'm like, I can't believe you're going here. But she was talking about how the halftime show this, right, the halftime show from a couple of days ago was basically just another like Me Too thing. You know, it, it furthered the whole Me Too movement because apparently some people saw it as like empowerment, which I didn't. Um, you know, they saw these two women up there on the stage dancing and they equated that, you know, dancing the way that they were dancing and they equated that to, uh, the Me Too movement. And Dr. Laura, but first of all, is very much anti-feminism, anti-feminist, anti-modern feminist. And as am I, as is my mom, as is every sane woman that I know, a lot of reasons. <laughs> I think I wrote, uh, I don't think actually, if you, if you go to my blog, um, or podcast.anniesetso.com you'll find a lot of content on why I'm against feminism um, so I'm not going to rehash it and make this episode much longer than it needs to be but basically going off about how the way that they were dancing you know not wearing a whole lot was very much a statement of the me too movement and was very much also a statement of what feminists are are uh, advocating which is empowerment, you know, you, you objectify yourself, but then you later complain about why you're treated a certain way if you were objectified, um, if you objectified yourself in the first place. To me, that's so funny because I didn't see it that way. Again, I grew up watching these two women dance the way that they were dancing on Sunday and it's normal. To me, that's how you dance. To me, that's, I mean, people give rappers, for example, so much crap about how the women in their episode in their episodes in their music videos are objectified and stuff, but I didn't grow up here, so I'm not desensitized, I guess, to that culture, you know, to black culture. But I am again, I don't think desensitized is a no is a great word because it shows that I just don't care <laughs> anymore. But I grew up watching women dance like that. You know, I grew up watching um Miss Universe, right? Miss Universe? Yeah. Miss Universe, which, hello, it had a bathing suit competition, you know, and a lot of pageants have that. And you see this women looking amazing. And as a little girl, you just think, I want to be like that when I grow up. I want to look like that when I grow up. 
you don't think anything more of it. You know what I mean? And, and it doesn't mean, oh my gosh, it's just so hard because obviously I didn't grow up with me too bullshit and be, the me too movement to me is bullshit. And so I just, I, when, pe when, when people, when someone as smart as Dr. Laura doesn't realize that Shakira is 43 year old woman and JLo, a 50 year old woman have been dancing like that for decades. To me, it's just like, but wait, you're so smart. How can you not have common sense? <laughs> and not only that, but they're also in Miami. How else do you dress and dance in Miami? Now, my, some people might make the argument, well, it's a family show. Ugh, like, oh my gosh, my kids can't watch that stuff. Like, because, I don't know, I'm waiting for them to be 18 and out of the house for them to see their first set of boobs or their first set of cleavage or their, their first set of, you know, first time a woman in, in a bathing suit, like, outfit that's so stupid and retarded there I said the r word because that is just amazing that someone would believe that if that was the first time your kids were watching somebody dress like that and dance like that then that's on you assume that Shakira and JLo when they were announced as the halftime performers performers if you didn't assume that there would be a lot of dancing um, that's on you too. <laughs> I mean, I can't believe, I'm, you know, a hundred plus million people watch that performance. And that's more than twice the population of Colombia. That's about a third of the population of the United States. That is just amazing. And it's just so nice to see Colombia and Latin Americans have our talents be highlighted in that way, as opposed to media does to us, which is usually... You know, they just talk about illegal migrants and uh, cocaine and violence and a lot of bullcrap. And, you know, they forget that there is so much goodness in these Latin American countries and just talent. Like I said, it's and it's just funny how, you know, somebody like Dr. Laura and these people I'm going to be talking about in this podcast episode, they just don't see that that is what you get. When you sign up Shakira and JLo to perform at your show and their dancers to perform at your show. Like, I don't know. It's just funny. People with bigger voices are having their opinions um, heard more. And if this is heard by another person to more people, a hundred more people, that's that's fine. Whatever. That's, I guess, one more person that, that I've talked about this with. But, you know, to see conservative Christians um, just bash the show is amazing to me because it shows to me just how stupid they can be and there there I said it and just like the left the right also likes to exaggerate and we like to go into extremes and if something goes against our way of thinking and our way of living it's suddenly super wrong and that's why I question a lot of what conservatives believe it doesn't make me not be a conservative this show was amazing. And this guy who's clearly never seen an ounce of porn in his life is not just now equating a show with Hispanics dancing to porn. And that's hilarious. So let's keep going. Back to that. Okay, so we ended on J-Lo's outfit. The amount of flesh on display last night would have made Janet Jackson, um, you know, the wardrobe malfunction lady, blush. The cameraman knew what was happening last night too, as it seemed one was there solely to collect as many up-close and personal shots as possible of the little fabric that was between Lopez's legs. 
Again, you have to be so obsessed with this to actually notice it because I did not. There was maybe one shot, but it wasn't just of a crotch. Like, come on. It, there was maybe one shot that I can remember seeing. Oh, yeah, they're, they're you know, they're focusing on JLo's like waist or, you know, under the waist. But it wasn't just that, right? Like they didn't just zoom in on that. And it's almost like you have to, you have a problem. Like you have a porn addiction. You have you have a thing with porn if you if you equate something as I guess not bad <laughs> as this halftime show to porn you either have a problem with porn or you don't know what porn is um because this was not it okay let's keep going to that oh and let's not forget about the pole dancing Oh dear. Yes, the same sporting event that caused Jackson's blacklisting after Justin Timberlake exposed her breasts to a spewing audience. It's now seeing a halftime show, including Jennifer Lopez's pole dancing, lauded as one of the best Super Bowl halftime shows in memory. Guess, guess what? It was actually one of the best. I hate the Super Bowl. I hate American football. I really sometimes only tune in for the halftime shows, sometimes for the ads. This was a halftime show that I want to keep watching again and again. Because it was just awesome. It was reminiscent of the music I grew up with. It was reminiscent of the dancing I grew up with. It was reminiscent of two of the most powerful women in show business. Who I also grew up watching and mimicking. Um, Like many Colombian women my age. To me, that wasn't pole dancing. A lot of people just associate a woman with a pole as a stripper. You know, to a stripper. And um, they think that, oh, my gosh, if she's pole dance, if she is dancing next to a pole, she is pole dancing. She is she's like a stripper. Oh, my gosh. You know, what is she doing? Why is she dancing like this? when My son could be watching. Gosh, these people, sometimes their common sense. Granted, the left lacks more common sense. I know that. But some when when the right says things like this, I'm just like, really, where's your common sense? Where is it? Because this is how Latinos dance, okay? And you're not going to come here and lecture women in their 40s and 50s who've been doing this again for decades, for longer than many people have been alive. You're not going to come and lecture them about, I don't know, proper etiquette, halftime, uh, Super Bowl halftime show etiquette. No, F no, this is Miami again. How else do you dress in Miami? How else do you dance in Miami? Moving on. So he ended the previous paragraph by saying that um, some have lauded the Super Bowl, this halftime show, as one of the best ones in in memory. Then he goes, best for whom? Best for the 10-year-old boy who got an accidental introduction to pornography last night? Best for the young women who were told that stripper poles and thick rope are a part of American sexuality? Best for any girl who has looked up to Shakira or Jennifer Lopez? Best for parents who just wanted to watch a football game with their kids? Okay. Again, if, if that was the first time your 10-year-old was seeing a performance like that, that's on you. Because 10-year-old boys, I'm not saying they should be exposed to pornography at all. However, they need to know what a woman's body looks like, right? They need to know what a woman in, like, say, a bathing suit looks like. They need to know, and they need to know this because that way when they see a woman in a bathing suit later, they're not going to want to do things to her that she doesn't consent to. Yeah, they need to they need to grow up normalized to that kind of thing. They need to know that the only woman that they can have those thoughts about and and do things to 
it's their woman. Um, they can, and maybe not have those thoughts about, they can obviously dream about those women, but you know, if you're a 10 year old boy, <laughs> that was the first time he was seeing two girls dancing that way. That's on you. Uh, because every 10 year old boy in America in sorry, in Latin America knows what two girls dancing looks like. Um, and I think that's, that's a blessing I have of being Colombian myself, even though my husband is, um, Alabamian born and raised. I am going to be, you know, the, the sole homemaker and I'm going to be a stay at home mom and, and he's going to get an education in Colombian dancing, Latin American dancing. He's going to know, you know, that in the summer, mommy will wear a tank top and shorts and, um, he's going to grow up seeing mommy's legs and he's going to grow up knowing what a woman's body looks like because God damn it, he's going to know what a regular body woman's body looks like so that later on he knows to respect it. He cannot respect something. He doesn't know what it looks like. Okay. And that's my big point that I want to make here with all of you pearl clutching assholes that you think you're so much better than everybody because you don't know what two women, two Latin American women dancing looks like. And, or that, you know, you don't know, you think this is for some godforsaken reason, dirty dancing. You cannot respect somebody or you sorry, you cannot respect something that you don't earn. You cannot respect something whose appearance you don't whose appearance you don't know. Okay. So yeah, my future son will grow up knowing what my body looks like. So that he knows, okay, that's mommy's body. I need to respect it. Later when they get a crush on a girl, they'll probably see her in a tank top and shorts and go, Okay, that is um, I don't know, Maddie's body and I will respect it and I will not, you know, I know what it looks like because I grew up seeing my mom dressed like that and, and I'm going to, and I'm fine with it. I'm going to control myself and I need to take care of something. I will take care of it in private. I'm not going to go up to Maddie and do things to her because it's the first time I've seen a freaking woman in a tank top and, and, and shorts. Same with a woman in a bathing suit. I'm not going to have those thoughts because I grew up seeing mommy seeing, you know, in a bathing suit. And this is a, my daddy respects my mommy very much and I'm not gonna let myself get there. Oh my gosh. I just get, I'm sorry for the shaky voice, but people can be so f***ing stupid. <laughs> you know, so when I saw that sentence about, was this the best halftime show for the, you know, was it best for a 10 year old boy who got an accidental introduction to pornography last night? If you think that was pornography, you either have a pornography problem or you don't know what f***ing pornography is about. There. I said it. This was the farthest thing for pornography. Okay. A woman showing her nipple to viewers. That is pornography. Okay. That which is why Janet Jackson was banned from that show. Honestly, she should come back. She would probably be a fun, a fun watch now. It's fun watch now. But these two women and their dancers dancing so amazingly dancing like magic, just basically flying on stage, doing really well. You think that's pornography? You either sicko, depraved, have a pornography problem, or you don't know where pornography is. <laughs> there. Let's see. Was it best for the young women who were told that stripper poles and thick rope are part of American sexuality? Okay. Um, I'm biased because obviously I grew up watching Shakira. And I also know the video where Shakira is dancing with a snake, not a rope, a snake. So that means that I understood the reference of the rope. It was supposed to mimic 
the snake, not damn bondage. So if your little girl hasn't watched that video and she thought that stripper poles and rope was part of femininity, oh, that's also on you, bud. I'm so, that's that's on you, mom, dad. I grew up watching Shakira again, and I was talking about this with my mom earlier because I was like, I can't believe what people are saying about this. Like they just lack the common sense. And I realized, I didn't realize that conservatives were so fucking stupid. I mean, we can be, right? If you think that the show was about, was about pornography, you're an idiot, right? You're an idiot with a problem. Either they're too ignorant or, you know, you have a little too much knowledge of pornography to have a problem with it. But, uh, you know, my kids are going to grow up watching Shakira and JLo so that by the time they're older, they're going to be like, okay, cool. I want to dance like that because that is good dancing. There's nothing wrong. You know, the thing is people in Latin American countries, we grow up looking at people dance the way they were dancing at the halftime show. Actually, the halftime show is rather tame for what we grew up watching. Um, but we don't turn into sluts. We don't turn into rapists. We don't turn into people with sexual problems and um, we don't grow up depraved like a lot of kids here do. I'm sorry. Um, you know, we grew up knowing that that's normal. We grew up knowing what a, what, a, what a dancing woman's body looks like, what a dancing man's body looks like, what do people do when they're dancing, right? And they do it when they're dancing, not anywhere else. We grew up knowing that certain ways of touch somebody are only acceptable while dancing and nowhere else. And people here just lack that knowledge. And so they grow up, they, they learn to do things that they probably shouldn't. Um, just leave it at that. And then the, his next question cracks me up because he almost, he basically almost just says, was it best for any girl who has looked up to Shakira or Jennifer Lopez? Uh, I grew up looking up to both of them. And you don't see me complaining, whining like a little bitch about the show. <laughs> was it best for the parents who just wanted to watch a football game with their kids? Do you not realize that the, half, the, the Super Bowl includes halftime shows? Now, whether they include a half-naked Adam Levine from Room 5, which many women love to watch and they don't complain, right? No one complains when he's dancing and grabbing his crotch, um, you know, but if you're the parent and you didn't want your kids watching that, you're more than welcome to change the channel, you know, but if I had been the parent and that had been my kid's first, I guess, exposure to what Latin dancing is like, I would have been like, oh, shit, I'm in trouble because now I have to explain so much to my kid. But if my kid grew up watching that, he's going to be like, hey, let's dance. Let's have fun. I mean, come on. The halftime show as a whole was made even worse because in spite of the high level of sexuality planned for the duration of the halftime show, Lopez apparently did not see a problem with her 11-year-old daughter, Emmy, and a chorus of youngsters unre unrelated to Lopez, joining her on stage. While it is commendable that Lopez put on slightly more clothes and toned down the sexuality while her daughter was on stage, the inclusion of minors in any part of his lurid performance is highly questionable. Newsflash. The minors weren't even included in like the really sexy dancing songs. Newsflash number two. Uh, her daughter probably already knows what her mom looks like when she's performing half naked. And her son probably does too. So... They know that that's what mommy looks like when she is on stage. You know, that they know that that's how mommy dresses when she goes to work. Trust me, they have no problem with seeing mommy dancing like that on stage in front of millions of people. And I guarantee you, probably 
you know, her son, she watches how she, what she looks like in front of her son at home in the privacy of their own home. But, you know, same with her daughter. Um, it's almost like, why am I even talking about this with this idiot? He's not, I mean, I wish I had him in front of me to be like, you don't know anything about anything. So shut up. I thought the part where her daughter was there was actually really sweet. You know, it was really cute. A lot of people are saying that that was empowering, you know, that, that, that showed empowerment because she's basically just having, you know, performing with her, with her little daughter. Um, and it was, I mean, again, I didn't see this. I I didn't see any part of the show as empowering to me. It was just two hot women dancing, um, men and women dancing. And so, you know, and performing nothing empowering about that, um, that it put Latin Americans in a, in a better light. That was empowering. That was great. Because it shows that we have very good looking women amongst us and and uh, that also we dance really well, especially with the fact that most of them were Colombian. <laughs> I'm going to move on. It is to be devoutly wished that Miss Lopez's example is not one that the rest of America's mothers would seek to have their daughters emulate. Oh, my gosh. You guys, if I had been the one on stage, let's say in an alternate timeline, I was Shakira or, or Jennifer Lopez or I was like them. And let's say that in a few years I would be invited to a halftime show and I was dancing just like them. My parents would be over the moon with that. I mean, they would be like, oh my gosh, our daughter is just amazing. What in the world was this? What in the world did we just watch? She just rocked the stage. And, um, I mean, I don't know. I may be American. I'm Colombian American. I have the fortune of knowing another culture and being part of another culture. Um, and that makes me fortunate because it makes me more uh, grounded. It makes me more well-rounded, I should say. And, uh, you know, it brings me back to earth. It makes me so that I'm not so sanctimonious and pretend that I'm on a high horse. And it lets me so that I don't clutch my pearls when I watch a performance like that. It makes me love a performance like that. It makes me go, daughter, if you don't dance like that, sure. I mean, I'll teach you how, but like, I don't want you to dance like that for a boy, you know, for your husband, sure, in the privacy of your own home, but nowhere else. Um, son, you want to dance like that? Sure. Let's go to an academy and we'll teach you how. Um, you know, and then if you, <laughs> if you meet, if the girl you end up dancing with for, for a long time ends up being your wife, I'm all for it. I, I would love it. Yeah, if my daughters want to emulate that, sure. Because the thing is, the thing that people don't realize is that that is J-Lo's and Shakira's public personas. Um, you know, in other words, we, you don't watch either of them being like that in private. And by private, I mean, obviously, we don't, we don't know what they are like in private, but they don't behave like that when they're off the cameras. You know, you don't, in other words, we don't read headlines from them saying that they have had, I mean, sure, JLo has had many boyfriends, <laughs> right? And, uh, but we don't have, we don't read headlines from them saying Shakira did this super scandalous thing. JLo did this super scandalous thing. We know that they are family women. They are doing their best to raise their families and, you know, give them good lives. And I don't see any problem with that. I think it's admirable. And they, they behave well. They have, I'm sure conservative values, but I'm sure they're more liberal than me. Actually, I think JLo's JLo is for sure liberal. Um, Shakira is not from here. She's, as you know, from from Colombia, like me. But many Colombians, actually, I should say most Colombians are more on the liberal side of the spectrum. My parents and I seem to be like an anomaly because we're very conservative. Um, but I'm sure that Shakira, having been being from Colombia and having family from Colombia, she is. 
she also may lean more conservatively. My, what I mean with all of this is um, it wouldn't surprise me if they just have really good role model like lives if they lead that kind of life. And so that's why to criticize them based on an 11 minute appearance to me is just unfair, narrow minded, stupid and just so wrong. But anyway, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's see. Then she, then this guy keeps talking about CBS and Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake. By the way, as you know, everything I talk about on my podcast episodes, I will link them to the website podcast.anniesetso.com. And so you, there you'll find um, the links to the articles and the things that I'm going to, that I'm going to be talking about, except maybe for the Dr. Laura Schlesinger segment that I talked about earlier. That one, um, I think the episode's about to expire and I didn't transcribe it, but I basically just told you the gist of it. Um, I will link to Howard to maybe like some feminism stuff and just so you know where I'm coming from. I will find you, I'm, I'm thinking actually of finding you videos of JLo and Shakira from way back in the day because people think that JLo and Shakira are just like newcomers <laughs> to the to the industry. They're not. Um, I think they've been at it since probably before I was born or since I was a kid. I'm in my 30s, so just FYI. Um, but yeah, they. I will link to some videos. I will link to whatever else I may find relevant to explain my case. Anyway, so this guy also goes into, he says, but last night the NFL and Fox promoted and approved a burlesque show that for much of American history was restricted to the seedier parts of urban landscapes. To which I want to say, have you never been to Miami? Clearly, this guy who just barely got you as a baby, right, and who only knows about baseball and writing and political science, apparently, knows nothing about Hispanic culture. He knows nothing. I don't know. I don't think, I don't know if Mexicans can dance. Honestly, I don't know if Central Americans can dance, but I do know that South Americans can dance. Brazilians dance. So amazing. Argentinians, Colombians. Um, This guy just things that that was a burlesque show. So now he goes from pornography to a burlesque. This guy has a problem. He doesn't know. He doesn't know what real dancing is like. Um, let's see. The NFL seems to have some desire to reduce the violence of its game and to punish the poor behavior of its players in matters of drug abuse, domestic violence, and other forms of criminal activity. Why then does it not restrain itself from teaching men to treat women as sex objects and from teaching young women to think of themselves as the same. Because guess what? Neither neither Shakira nor JLo see themselves as sex objects. They just don't. If people see him like that, that's on the person seeing them like that. I don't see him like that. I doubt my husband sees them like that. I think only a depraved person sees them as sex objects. I think only... A woman, a girl who wasn't raised right, will see that performance and think, huh, maybe I should be like that when I grow up so I can be thought of as a sex object. No, that's, in what world does that make sense? Again, that's one thing that sometimes I think, gosh, you conservatives, you are just so narrow-minded, close-minded, not even narrow-minded, close-minded sometimes to think that this, this was them (laughs) wanting to seem like sex objects. Um, no, you, first of all, you need to find old videos of them dancing, their old performances and tell me if they see themselves as sex, sex objects back then, you should look up Colombian 
dancing, Colombians dancing, Colombian performances. And tell me if that equates to sex objects, objectivism, objectivization. Oh my gosh. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, us Colombian girls, we don't learn to dance well so that a man will look at us and go, oh yeah, I'm going to take her to bed. No, we grow up dancing the way we grow up dancing because it's, it's beautiful. And we f sometimes our body just moves in ways that when we feel music too much, when mus when we have so much music in our DNA and our blood, there's just a way for our bodies to manifest it. And that is through dance and good dancing. We don't just dance like Napoleon Dynamite. That's not dancing. That's a fucking disgrace. You know, we dance in a way that shows the world, hey, we got assets. We're going to flaunt them. And you know, only my man can touch them because it's not like they're sluts, right? Like you don't see every man touching Shakira. I'm sure her security team will be, will, you know, make sure that never happens. Um, same with JLo. But we just grow up dancing the way we dance, which again, we grow up dancing way, way more suggestively than the women were dancing and the, the women and the men dancing at the halftime show. That was tame. I tell everybody I come across, that was tame. If you're complaining about how they were dancing, please don't look up actual dancing because you will be scandalized. You will be like, oh my hell, what did I just watch? You you probably don't deserve it. The next thing that I wanted to bring up, and this should be the last one because the first one was the halftime or that article from that baby who doesn't know anything about anything about baseball or sorry. He only knows about baseball, apparently. And now, last one that I wanted to point out to you was this um, tweet by Sarah Gonzalez. Um, on Twitter, she's at Sarah, S-A-R-A, Gonzalez, G-O-N-Z-A-L-E-S-T-X, as in Texas. Um, so Sarah Gonzalez, T-X on Twitter, and that's my dog in the background again, <laughs> playing with one of his favorite toys. Um this tweet that goes, next time I want to watch a halftime show like that, I'll just take my family straight to the strip club. Now, she's Hispanic. I believe she's, she was either born in Mexico or has family from Mexico and she was born here. I don't know and I don't care. But um, I was surprised to find this, you know, conservative Christian Hispanic talk about that because I thought, wait a second. I'm a conservative. I'm a Hispanic. I'm a Christian and I couldn't disagree more with you. And that's the funny thing about people is, you know, we all differ. Obviously, that's that's a great thing about people. But at the same time, it's we should have more common sense. And this woman, Sarah Gonzalez, she might be, I don't know, Shakira's age, um, late 30s, maybe. So I don't know if she see, she knows Shakira like I hope she does. But like, I mean, I've known Shakira practically my whole life. I've known, I've known Jayla practically my whole life. I know that that is their shtick. I know that that is how they dance. I know that that is how they dress. And when I see them in public, you, I wouldn't expect any less, right? Um, lately, though, Shakira, in recent years, she's kind of disappointed me because I think she has become more of a sellout, more for American audiences. Um, and... Uh, but other than that, I've loved her my whole life. I still listen to her music, to her music from way, way back in the day, <laughs> from decades ago. Same with J-Lo. I love her old hits. And um, 
You know, I think they're great women and they're beautiful. And now anyway, so let's keep going. So her tweet again reads, next time I want to watch a halftime show like that, I'll just take my family straight to the strip club. Um, six thousand retweets, thirty-three thousand, almost thirty-four thousand likes. Let's see how many responses. Um, I actually don't know how many responses it has, but um, someone goes, "I haven't said anything. I enjoyed it. They are Latinas. What did people expect? Could have done without the poll, sure." Um, then someone goes, "I don't know." Someone says, "Um." She also replies to someone else. Also embarrassing, there are people that exist who have a huge problem with drag queen story time hours sexualizing our children, but see no issue when women are the ones doing it. Um, listen, I do have a big problem with drag queen story hour. I think it's disgusting and just <laughs> it should be subject to capital punishment because it's, it's terrible. But these women were not sexualizing children and that's so far from what was happening that was just them dancing the way they've been dancing their whole lives anyway moving on let's see someone goes wow way to judge another female i should agree with you but this is just petty i'm 46 and i wish i looked like that at 43 and we can all only hope we look that good at 50 if you got it flaunt it they're grown and then she responds sarah responds notice if you look really closely at my tweet there's no judgment on their bodies or their dance moves kudos to them i hope i look I hope I look um, as good at that age. Has nothing to do with the vagina grabbing. Uh, then somebody tells her to turn the damn channel. Then and then she goes, "I did." When something in society and broadcast as a prime, sorry, when when something in society is broadcast as a prime time family friendly event, I am sure you find this shocking. But I still get an opinion. Sure, we can opine about things <laughs> like that, even if we didn't watch them completely, because we probably watched um, you know videos of it afterwards. But if you just don't know what you're talking about, much like Dr. Laura, who's 73, much like this guy who was probably in his mid-20s, the guy I talked about earlier, whose article I read earlier, if you just don't know what people do, right? Like what people have done their whole lives almost, you just shut up about it. Was a halftime show not the right venue to dance like that? I don't know. I couldn't tell you because I have seen them dance like that at concerts i haven't been to their concerts i've just i've just watched videos of their concerts and their videos guess who watches those concerts guess who attends those concerts later watches them on youtube and watches also other music videos of theirs on youtube kids so kids are already seeking that content i grew up watching that content we're fine with it us girls are not sluts <laughs> the boys aren't rapists again we grow up with that being normalized in our in our culture and to that and to us, that is just normal. It's where we're desensitized, but not because it's bad. We, from a very early age, we think, okay, that is what women dancing is supposed to look like. So when we watch women dance, like say to a Britney Spears song, and they're just like grinding to a man's body, which is like, this is disgusting. That's, that's not dancing. That's just grinding or whatever. Like this is, you know, it's not dancing. When we see men dancing like the idiot Napoleon Dynamite or gosh, um, you know, like Baxter Boys. I love them. I still listen to their music. I still watch the music videos, but they're just like doing some little choreo, you know, cute little choreographed dances, whatever, you know, some white bunch of white boys dancing. Same with NSYNC and all of those guys not dancing, right? 
because I grew up with dancing is really supposed to look like. And, um, you know, I grew up knowing what a, what a body is supposed to look like or what a body does look like. And men in Colombia, boys, they grow up knowing that too. And the first chance they get, trust me, they're not raping women in college campuses. <laughs> and so that's just, that is why it's important for me to show my future uh, sons, our future sons and daughters, you know, this is what a body looks like. Obviously not naked. Don't misinterpret me. But, you know, this is what a body looks like. This is what your dad and I look like, let's say, when we're hugging. You know, it's important that they see us, you know, mom and dad kissing and not kissing like, okay, it's, I feel like a lot of this people are probably going to misinterpret, but, you know, peck on the cheek, you know, or like a quick hug goodbye or quick hug hello. It's important that kids grow up seeing that so that they know that, okay, that is how you behave towards the person that you love, towards the person that you love. That is um, how you show your respect. That is how you show your love and admiration for them. Um, not by doing something they're not consenting to. Um, you know, I'm somebody who will, you know, slap my husband's butt sometimes, right? I'm flirting with the guy. I love him. I want him to know that he's still a hottie to me. He's, he'll always be, right? Like I'll, I'll grab his butt on occasion. He'll do the same. I don't want to make this more R-rated than it is, but um, <laughs> I do more things to the guy that, that I'm not going to mention here. <laughs> for you all to know about um obviously the kids are not gonna grow up seeing half of that but you know they're gonna grow up seeing some of it and they're gonna be like oh look that's mommy and daddy do that because that is what mommy and daddy mommies and daddies do to each other and uh that is and they do it because they respect it they're married right and you know my husband and I have the advantage that we didn't sleep um together before getting married so our kids are gonna grow up knowing that you sleep with somebody that you love and that you're married to. I'm sorry to all those of you who did the opposite, but actually I'm not sorry. You choose to get offended. I don't care. Um, you know, we grew up with us. We grew up with a certain set of values and we learned what things you do after you get married. And, um, you know, we didn't live together before getting married either. And so our kids are going to, again, grow up knowing the, the right way to live the, you know, to do the right thing. Um, and so, yeah, they're going to grow up also knowing what you do to a body that you respect um, and what you don't do. And I think that if the halftime show was the first time that kids saw really talented performers dancing, that's on the parent. And that's a huge loss. I'm sorry, but it is. Actually, I'm not sorry. <laughs> I'm not sorry. OK, you choose to get offended. I don't care. You know, a lot of people just love to clutch their pearls and they're just like watching intently, waiting for others to fail and, you know, waiting to lecture other people about, you know, how to live. And uh, no, I think that you're doing your kids a disservice, man, if you are not teaching them what bodies look like. I'm not saying showing them naked bodies by any means. I think that, you know, a man ought to be covered up at all times if he's with his daughters, right? Like his thing shouldn't be flaunted the same with the woman her things should not be flaunted in front of her um sons but if she wants to wear a bathing suit or wear short shorts around the house with her son present why not he needs to know what it looks like so that when he sees it in a woman in a woman his age he doesn't go all crazy <laughs> same with the with the woman um with the girl sorry i could tell you more tweets i'm instead gonna link to this chain my computer is about to die because um 
I guess at the place of our house that I like to call our studio, I don't, um, <laughs> I don't connect our com- the computer to keep me from uh, recording a really long episode. This one has been the longest episode and um, intentionally mouthy history. So, which I think is awesome. This is just so weird. And it shows how ignorant some people can be, you know, conservatives aren't perfect. Um, liberals are definitely not perfect, but when you're so close minded, you're in the wrong. That's what it is. And that's what I love about podcasting and Reddit. I'm actually on Reddit a lot during the day because it opens my world up to so much, to so much. And it shows me that my way of thinking sometimes needs to be revised. And I wish more people were like that. Um, you know, visit podcast.anniesetso.com for the show notes to this episode and all my other episodes. And then my main blog is actually at anniesetso.com. There you'll find a lot of articles and all that goodness. Um, let's see. I thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I cannot wait to um, talk talk with you on my next episode. If you have any comments, feel free to email me at podcast.anniesetso.com. Again, Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I love doing this podcast. I hope that you like it. Can't wait to to have your reviews and to see how much you like it. I don't want to get on your nerves by talking a lot more. So have an awesome rest of your day. Um, I recorded this on a Tuesday, two days after the Super Bowl. And I should be posting it either today or tomorrow. So it's not too late. Um, I love y'all. Thanks so much. And remember, if you choose to get offended, I don't care. Have a great one or make the rest of your today great. Okay, I'm done. Bye. Thanks for listening to Intentionally Mouthy. If you like the show and want to know more or find the free resources we talked about, check out podcast.anniesaidso.com. If you love this episode, head over to iTunes or Google Podcasts to leave a positive review and subscribe for free. Did I mention free? Thank you.